I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We're broadcasting live today from Utah's Business Diversity Summit. It's part of the One Utah Summit series. We're engaging businesses and community leaders in all kinds of efforts to create a more diverse and inclusive workplace. The summit has all kinds of speakers and uh, workshops and breakout sessions going on, uh, really trying to help businesses, whether they have a, a well developed diversity program, an inclusion program, or, or whether it's someone just starting out. And so the conversations are great, and we are thrilled to have back on the program and to do live in person for the I first know. time sydney awesome. shorter uh who is the president and ceo of the utah black chamber sydney it's so great to meet you in person and it's welcome back to, to the me. show thank you so much boy it's so great to actually see you as we're speaking oh <laughs> uh, so when we first spoke you you'd just been on the job but uh, about four uh, or five days yeah <laughs> uh, whole days and you're still here so that's I'm a good still here. that's a good thing and you're doing all kinds of great things with the chamber let's start with the summit uh I always talk about these kind of events having the the bumpability factor, the people okay. you just bump into in the hallway. Yes, Tell me yes. about some of the call, hallway conversations you're having well, today. Well, my hallway conversations actually started, uh, I walked right in, walked on stage, uh, did the panel, and it appears that some of my, my comments and thoughts really resonated. And so I'm hearing a lot about, I'm, I'm very clear about now being here that I'm offended by the narrative, the national narrative about the state of Utah. Mm. And admittedly, it has been earned. However, there's a lot of great work going on here in the state around diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, We have a long way to go. There's a journey ahead. But when you look at events like this, and I said it on stage, we speak about DEI Mm -hmm. ad nauseum. But we have the tools here, we have the culture, and we have those who understand that collaboration is work, mm-hmm. and it's happening. Yeah. But as offended as I am by that narrative, we have to understand no one's going to change it for us. Yeah. We have to take ownership of that. That's we right. have to highlight and elevate the real work that's going on. Yeah. And it is happening. And slowly but surely... Uh, we can change that, but we only change that as we are in close proximity yes. of each other. Yeah. We have to have those opportunities to share, to learn, to empathize, to understand, yeah. and even understand each other's why. Yeah. Oh, so important. Uh, we could spend an hour just on that, yes. on that alone, <laughs> Sydney. Uh, it, it's so important that we do that. Proximity is such an important yes. thing. Uh, I was back in D.C., and uh, I was talking with the uh, ambassador from Cabo Verde, uh, and he and he had gone through the Latter Day Saint Temple there in Washington D.C. And I asked him about it, and he, he said, "You know, it it really makes us think that we we are supposed to love each other, but to love each other we have to know each other, That's and right. to know each other we have to be around each, each other. other. That's right, uh, and have that connection. Uh, and as you said, it's so important. the uh, The conversations are crucial, and it's the work. It's the work. <laughs> It is the work. So what are some of the things that we need to work on? Well, one of the things I say this often, uh, every opportunity I get, diversity is a fact. 
Equity is a choice. Mm. Inclusion is the action. Yeah. We have to start with the action. Yeah. We've got to get in close proximity of each other, and we have to create those opportunities to do that. And what I see is that we do know how to do it. Yeah. And as we get closer and we listen and we hear, there are two things that we all have in common. We all want to be respected, and we all want to be valued. Yeah. But we can only do that when we're close. That's right. And so a lot of the work of the chamber is around inclusion. One of the things we talk about is that we have to model what we advocate for. Mm -hmm. So when you take a look at the Black Chambers Board, when you look at our membership, it's very inclusive. Love that. But we're doing the work to make sure that happens. And together, we are looking at solutions for communities that are not, they are underserved. Mm -hmm. There are challenges, but we are approaching these as opportunities because we all can elevate and benefit from. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, I love that. Uh, I always say the the worst decisions are made by monolithic groups in a room. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Yes. And and it's so vital that we have people not just just with a seat at the table, but with a voice at the table on all the issues, not just the specific issues. Uh, We need people to show up for all the issues. And I love that that's how your, your board is structured. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it's so it's so important that I understand um, what the needs are of our corporate members, what the needs are of our nonprofit members, what yeah. the needs are of our individuals and small businesses. Um, but we have to listen. Yeah. We have to be intentional about listening to understand so that we can be responsive. Because as a chamber, we should bring value. Yeah, there should be, and I always have to ask ourselves the question: What's different because we were there? Impact. Yes, it's always got to be the impact. That's right. The measurable impact. uh, You you can you can talk about a lot of things. That's right. A lot of ways for a lot of time, uh, but if you don't have that measurable back end, was it different? Was it better because we were part of it? So tell us some of the things that you have on the horizon with the Black Chamber of Commerce. So uh, we are currently. working with what we call we created what's called the black excellence program where we partnered with mountain america and i don't know if you are aware of this or not but mountain america right here in the state of utah is number one in the country for approving sba loans and so we partnered with them through our black excellence program and each month we identified three of our programs three of our uh, black small businesses Uh to highlight them elevate them and connect them with Mountain America so that they can truly have a banking partner. We always say if your bank just tells you no and you hear nothing else, then that's not the partner. That's not a partnership (laughs) because we all should be working towards getting to the yes. And so Mountain America is also committed to giving those organizations every first Friday of the month, they grant them $500. Mm. Uh, And although that is not a lot, Uh, But it is something to just say we understand that it costs you something. Um, And so in that partnership, we're 
hoping that we are building a pipeline to organizations to understand what the opportunities are with SBA. And then they are in a place where they really can become bankable and attract that funding and grow their business from an economic standpoint. That's just one of the things. But that is so yes. awesome. And uh, for all our listeners, this is what leadership sounds like. Uh, it is specific. It is strategic. Uh, it is measurable. And it is having an impact. And, uh, Sydney, I, I love uh, all of that. And I love the fact that it's taking these small business owners that are really the heart and soul, I think, Absolutely. of this country. Uh, and I actually think that it's entrepreneurs and small business owners yes. that drive freedom around the world. Yeah. And when we include that diversity and that equity and inclusion in that, uh, that's a real game changer. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's beneficial to to us all because at the end of the day, well, at the beginning of the day, and I said this <laughs> earlier, um, that diversity is about economics. We don't really want to talk about it. We don't want to mm. admit it. Uh, but that's really what it is. Um, you may not... I may not see myself represented in your company, but I may apply. Yeah. Well, for me, it's still economics. Yeah. The reason why you want me there is it's economics. economics and, yeah. and it can be harsh because, as I said, we all want to be valued and respected. Yeah. Um, but that's the reality of it, right? Um, and so what we do is that we continue to to create opportunities to be in close proximity so that we can understand, that we can learn. Um, and so my, you know, my focus really is I believe that Utah has the tools and the culture to take the lead in this country on how to do this effectively. I, I, I believe that. That's what attracted me here. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I said, we have a ways to go, but I believe it exists here. And I think there will be a lot of um, organizations and entities around the country that will look to us. Uh. I, I love your vision. I think you're spot on in terms of the opportunity to have a, a Utah model uh, approach to all of this, and that we really can be something that people around the country say, that, how do you do that? that That's absolutely. exactly what we want to do. Sydney Shorter, great visionary, president and CEO of the Black Chamber of Commerce here at the Utah Business Diversity Summit. Uh, as always, thank you for your insight, for your vision, your leadership, and the impact you're already having in our communities. Thanks that, so much. Thank you, Boyd, for the respect and bring, giving the value giving us space to have this conversation. All right. This Thank is, you. This is just the end of the beginning of more conversations Absolutely. with Sydney. Uh, all right. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour news. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Again, we're broadcasting live today from Utah's Business Diversity Summit, part of one Utah Summit series. Some fabulous conversations going on here. Stick around. Much more to come. We'll be right back. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.